What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. This is KGB. What up, it's DJ EFN. Yo, what's good? This is Manny Digital, and welcome to another episode of the Fatherhood Podcast. <laughs> that was all <laughs> fucked up. That was, what you that thought? Was, you, you're doing dribb- dribbles and Yo, you saw me, right? You saw me? Okay. <laughs> Fucking dick, bro. <laughs> wow. That's all right. We'll let that slide. No, no, no. We could take two. You want to make it an episode of Dribbles and Dimes? <laughs> Not with you two. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, so so I got something to start it off with. Hit us. My wife and I caught this little news segment um, a couple of days ago. It's about this dude in uh, down south, and he had a not sure exactly what transpired, but his daughter was part of a crew of girls who were bullying uh, another girl at school. And I guess the parents of the, the mom of the girl who was getting bullied knew the dad. And I don't know if the, the, the dad's daughter was the, the main person doing the bullying, but she was obviously involved. And, you know, so the mom calls the dad and so instead of instead of the dad getting all defensive and and you know saying well my daughter definitely couldn't have done that i guess he took a different approach and he went and investigated it and found out that uh you know his daughter was in fact part of doing all this and what he did is i guess he had saved up some money that he was going to take his daughter to go shopping he called the mom of the bullied girl up and said I'm going to take your daughter on a shopping spree with this money that I've saved up. And my daughter is going to come and help, uh, pick out the clothes and, you know, help assist with the the whole thing. That's hardcore. Damn. He's my idol. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, they they had more bullying though. It it was, it was on like one of those, they, it was a, it's a clip and I wish I could remember the guy's name, but it was a, um, it was a clip online, but they were the dad, the the daughter, and then the mom, and the and and then her daughter who had been bullied. They were all on one of those morning talk show things where they right. talked about the whole thing. Um, but I just thought that was pretty interesting, just in terms of you don't really hear that happen, and the fact, and and really like the the mom of the bullied daughter, she was just really taken aback by the fact that the dad didn't come off as defensive and flipped it entirely as a way to teach his daughter, you know, 
because I guess the dad had been bullied as a kid when he was in school. Right. And so he wanted to find a way to teach, you know, his daughter about not doing that. And so what ages are these kids? Um, they looked like they were probably 13 ish, something like that. And did they say what the result of it was? Like, what did the, did his daughter learn? Um, they know? yeah, I mean, I think it's hard that the, you know, you're, they're on like in a, they're, right. they're in, a in a crowd and a TV show. And obviously the, the kids are a little bit more shy than the adults. And, and, um, it was hard to tell, like, really if the daughter learned anything from it. Um, she probably did, but, um, but you could tell like the, the, the daughter, the, the girl that was bullied, you know, she was, she definitely, um, felt, felt good from it. Oh yeah. She got a bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so did, but, but, did it, did it say anything about how the girl, I guess the bully, like what happens in the, the context of the bully's world? Like, did they go into that any, at all? No, they didn't go too deep. And maybe there's more information out there about it. Um, but again, I don't even know if the 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 daughter who was doing the bullying, if she was the main person doing it. I think she she might not have been. But just the fact that she was involved in a group of of people doing that. And, and even if you're playing on the sidelines and laughing, you're still adding to, you know, to someone else's pain. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It it just leads me to, you know, when I think about some, my son was talking to us the other day and I guess, uh, you know, I mentioned to you that he's still having, he's kind of having a hard time, like adjusting to the new school and just going through school in general. And, um, he said something we were talking about just him trying to learn to use his strong voice when people are bothering him or, you know, not pay attention to it and just trying to kind of pep him up like, Oh man, you know, you just build, use your strong voice, you know, let people know that, that, uh, you're not the one to be messed with and they won't mess with you anymore. And then you won't have to worry about anything. And, and he said, yeah, so when I get to second grade, I won't be a loser anymore. <laughs> oh know, man. Like that. Like, what a seat, though, man. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> like, and then, and so then it just got my wife and I talking just about the whole idea of school, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a lot of jokes to be made about, people make a lot of jokes about people who are homeschooled and they're not socialized and all that kind of stuff. But then on the flip side, when you really think about it, it's like, what is school and what are the, what are they on the socialization tip? You know, we say, okay, they learn how to deal with other people and all that kind of stuff. But it also feels like when you have a kid in school, it's almost like the socialization that they're learning is all the wrong shit. They're learning all kinds of stuff that you have to. It's a crapshoot of what can come out of it. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you're they come home from and it's almost like you having to correct some of the a lot of the bad behavior that they learn from, from other kids. And and um you know, it's just like, damn, is it really all that positive, <laughs> the socialization? that Because you think about it, kids are assholes to each other. Yeah, yeah I'd, but... I'd like, to, I'd like to think that school is good, but maybe maybe there's the middle ground where it's like not so much the homeschooling, but maybe finding, you know, those, those special schools that are like smaller classes? Yeah. 
I mean, I think, and again, I'm not saying whether or not school is bad or good. It's just when you start hearing about these things and or your son is or your kid is having feeling issues and you start thinking back to like, well, did I really like school? Did I like, you know? I I mean, nobody really liked school. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you like different, like you think back at school and then you probably think, okay, there was that, you know, that one or two year, you know, run that was great. And then, then you know, everything else is kind of like, uh, I want to forget about that, you know? Right. But, like, did did school really prepare me for anything? Like, did the dealing with people you might not have liked or I don't know? Uh, if anything, it might have, like, cre- created more tribalism, or, you know, like, kind of put you on to, like, oh, I just want to, you know, like, the clicky stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, what you're saying is real. Like, maybe it's more negative than it is positive, man. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of, I kind of look at it the uh, the other way. Like for me, I the way I look at the world and the way I look at what school at the end of the day symbolizes, I look at it as a good training ground, right? For for life, generally speaking. I think things have gotten progressively more PC and therefore um hype there's a lot more focus on things like bullying, for example. Um but I find it to be and I don't know, maybe I just have a lot of pent-up shit I've never dealt with as a result of my going through school that I don't acknowledge right now. But the reality is I feel like <clears throat> it's taught me, A, to have thicker skin, B, to really know how to manage certain situations um, outside of what I think I would have normally, like in social circles, right? So like, especially like how to read people. I think that's more like street knowledge, though. But it, right. it's derived from school because a lot of the people that I grew up going to school with, I also obviously were on the block with me. So I kind of converged those two worlds. But I generally, I think it's all relatively positive for me. But I totally, I totally understand. Right. But t- then the, the counter to that is like, all right, so what do you do? You kind of almost running away from the situation by trying to put your kids potentially in different scenarios where you're trying to maybe shelter them from the reality that is inevitable at some point in their life. That's, that's how I look at it. But it, it could also be, um, so word I'm looking for, like, like it could be each individual may not be built for, like maybe you were built, you had brothers and sisters, right? Brothers? Yeah. One brother. Yeah. Well, two brothers actually. Yeah. And close in age. My younger brother. Yeah. We're two, a year and a half apart. You know, I would say, you know, that probably people who had siblings that went to school with them, school was probably going to be easier, you know, versus a, a child by, you know, a, a single child. They're, they're kind of like, you know, they have to rely on friendships, you know, where maybe someone with a sibling, you know, was like, I right, fuck it, man. I got no friends. I got my brother here. You know, if I got beef, I got my brother here, you know, or whatever. If I need to ask a question about something I don't know about in school, instead of looking stupid to a friend, I ask my brother or my sister. Hmm. So I, I mean, like I said, it. I think it, it, I've I've I'm more from the mindset of it is a positive thing for because like what you said, life inevitabilities. Like you're gonna yeah, deal with dick, these dickheads everywhere, right? Yeah. So you know you might as well prepare for it. But but it is a crapshoot because it, and especially now it seems like even with all the PC stuff that you think would be positive, it seems like school. Maybe it's just because we're older and we're looking at it differently. It seems more dangerous for some reason. Because it seems like, I almost feel like maybe they're fighting, maybe they're fighting less. I don't know if they are or they aren't. But it seems like whenever things happen, they're more lethal. 
but that might just be the hyper, you know, media attention on different things. Because I'm sure that all these things were happening back then and it just there was no instantaneous social media or news or news, 24-hour news cycles to report on it. You know, I had a school shooting when I was in junior high. You know, I had a, a, a lockdown in, in my school, in elementary school, because of a bank robbery that, that came around my school. And nobody, you know, I wasn't on the news. So, I don't know. So, we don't know. Yeah. No, I, no, that, but that I, I think you raise a really good point. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I think a lot of this stuff was so, still happening. M- maybe at the same levels as today, possibly. But yeah, the media, probably, the media changes that perspective, you know? I'm sure. I'm sure I, yes, all that kind of stuff was still happening. But I think, I think today's climate is more is just it's it's way more violent and than than maybe when we came up in different ways. Yeah, I right? think in different ways because I in think it was ways. more physical beefs maybe when we were coming up, but that weren't as lethal as today. It seems like they just go straight for the you know just that's it let's just kill people or something like that right and there's also more there's also with with just connectivity and social and all that kind of stuff there's just more time even when you're not at school uh for people to stay on you and you can't harass you and all that kind of stuff no it's no escape yeah it's true it's relentless it's true you know something something related um you know how I mean, video games are a big culprit or a big place to point here. But like the desensitiz- desensitization is that is that a word? Yeah, yeah. Um, From the last episode, <laughs> <laughs> a desensitization of of you know killing and violence and all that stuff that comes from like these these video games. I've I've noticed it in me personally. Like I've seen. I remember. I don't know. I might have been. 13 where i was still playing video games but i can remember like the dramatic effect of seeing a murder on television not actually seeing it but hearing about somebody dying on television right or or what or even like in a movie the goriness even though the effects were far less interesting than they are today but like i remember the impact being so much greater and i think 13 isn't super young where these things are like super traumatic but i compare it maybe you know 10 years later and it's like yeah okay yeah it sucks but you kind of get past it really quickly so i think it lends itself to what you just said which is like you see a higher velocity of murders and people with no real respect for life or care well you also see you also see real murders on happening now because people are filming it and posting it so right now so yeah it, it makes shit even less like people are more sen- less sensitive to these right. things. <laughs> so, so Kay, are you saying though that you guys are considering homeschooling? No, I'm not saying that. I mean, we've tossed it around every now and then, just wondering like if he'd be, if he'd flourish, if he'd be better off, or well, he likes he likes having his friends, and I think just staying open to different. I never want to be like totally closed minded on no, it's got to be this way. Um, you know, I think it's just paying attention to, um, paying attention to how he, whether he's thriving or he's not thriving. And, right. and, and I think the, the, the frustrating thing about school is that, and I guess this, this will probably just get worse as he, he gets older, but it's just like trying to get information about, 
the school day or how he's feeling about it. You know, he's pretty tight-lipped about it. And then, you know, it could be like, yeah, everything was fine. And then, you know, maybe two days later after something happened that he didn't really like, it builds up and then he, then he lets it out. And it's like, well, damn, <laughs> I wish I would have known about this a couple of days ago. And then I think back to myself, like, yeah, it wasn't pretty uh, – I think most kids are probably not super forthcoming with um, that kind of information. Yeah. I, I think just from my personal experience, even having – you know, obviously I have two girls, but even having a three-year-old, I see the girls being more forthcoming a lot more – a higher percentage of the time than the oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know if that's necessarily the trend generally, but um, but I think it's a lot harder for us to get solid information out of my son across the board. Mm. So I, I think that might be just an uphill battle that us. You think it's like a macho thing, like a, a a boy feeling like less manly, crying about something, and you know being perceived as crying about something. Nah, my my son doesn't really have an issue being emotional. Um, so I don't, I don't chalk it up to that. I, I couldn't tell you for sure. Like for me, I, like when I, when I'm thinking about how he and his behavior affects me and, and us, you know, me and my wife, I think about also how I am right. Personally, I kind of self-reflect a little bit and I'm like, how was I with my mom? How was I with my dad? And I, I noticed the same trend in me. Like I wasn't very forthcoming about much. And for me, it was more about you know what maybe it is a macho thing because but not in the emotional sense more like i know what i'm doing yeah yeah you don't want right the parent influence like you know oh just go to the principal or oh just do this or worry or worry about or worry yeah so i because like yo and this is probably not a good thing but like i felt like most of my life i felt like and to this day i'm not one that really asks for help and i think that's a problem generally because you you're going to need help at some point right. and all of us do but with respect to my parental relationship i felt like i had it i got it i understand it better than they might and i knew more you know in my head so i didn't really share too much because i thought either it would be me worrying them or them not understanding and trying to hit not, you know shut down whatever i'm trying to do right so, yeah it's almost it's almost easier to handle it yourself <laughs> of, yeah it's like well, just adding more complication to a situation right but then like that's what you're thinking you know but then that if you flip the script and now you're the parent like you you gotta do because all right me knowing that right i have well, to well, do hold on, let me interrupt you real yeah. quick do you think do you think you were thinking like that at at seven or eight because i can't remember that far but like i the, trying to remember that far back like i don't know what i was thinking when i was seven I think I was thinking more about not worrying at that age. Definitely. Whether or not I thought I knew not, better. Not having them worry? Yeah. Right. Right. Not necessarily that I thought I knew better. I can't re- remember that. But I do remember certain instances where I would, like, withhold information because I didn't want them to worry. Got it. I'm trying to think about my... I remember I was, like... Sometimes I would divulge stuff, but only if it benefited me to have my mom feel sorry for me. Conniving. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing's changed, yeah, I t- bro. I, I tended not to divulge much until, but I, I would be kind of like my son where it, after a while it might build up and then, and then I'd have to 
talk about it at some point, depending on what it was. But for we, the most part, I didn't really want to talk about much or give too much information because it's almost like you just then after a while it becomes too many questions right it's like yeah. you open you open the door to let someone in a little bit and then yeah. then it's just like too much and then you just want to shut you don't want to continue on yeah you re- you regret it but generally yeah. speaking you you are quiet as kept until the remy's in the system like that's pretty been my much. experience with you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So like, and so I mean, I guess that's for you. You wanting your son to be more open with you, knowing again, assuming that the lineage kind of carries over, you kind of have to figure out. All right, how do I? Given that you're not that type of person, that's really sh- sharing. Maybe like you have w- to reverse engineer yourself. Yeah. 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 All right. I mean, I'm sure in your family dynamic, it's different than in the general public. But even still, you probably have to go a little bit further out there to make your son see, oh, shit, this is probably something I should do or it's okay to do. Yeah, definitely try to be mindful of um, being, you know, communicating and and trying to share more info so that. Because he's basically, you know, he's, they're they're copycats when they're when they're like that. So, yeah. if if we can, when they're young, if we can get him to copy some of that behavior or being able to share or at least getting him to understand, like, all right, um, when you're at school, maybe you don't feel like breaking down. Are you just gonna hold it in or deal with however you're gonna deal with it? But letting him understand like well when you get home home is your safe zone so you you know you should be able to drop whatever kind of hard exterior you you've got or and 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 feel comfortable to say whatever is going on so that's that's been kind of the the mission we we can't underestimate the influence of peer pressure in the situation too because if I'm a kid bullying another kid I'm pretty damn sure that that kid anticipating this kid that he's bullying might go and tell the parents. Parents might get them in trouble. We'll be like, ah, you know, like, oh, you're going to tell your parent now? If you tell your parent, then you're this, you're that, you're a wuss, you're this. You know, like, yeah, trying to make scare them to even tell the parents. So then that kid's like, I don't want to make this worse by, you know, maybe telling my parents and what could happen. So I could see that being a big issue as well. Yeah, no, you're right. And that's that's kind of one of my fears is like because that is a very real, imp, you know, influence on these kids, and and to some degree I think it's I know it's kind of it sounds kind of crazy but I think it's a little bit healthy for them to have to kind of experience it mildly because right, it, dude, we can't control the mildness. No, of I it. know, I know. That's why I'm saying. So generally, I look at that as a negative because of that, but. Right. But it's it's also you you can't control it. So like you can only do but so much to try to create that comfort zone, and then hopefully it works itself out. Yeah, we have to create the comfort zone, but then you also have to create the you gotta inst- you gotta create that self confidence and that self reliance so that when they're not in the comfort zone, that to really get them to understand that what any other kid says or does doesn't mean anything right it's it they it shouldn't it shouldn't affect you and gotta learn to kind of roll roll with it and not let it bother you and 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 almost be again being comfortable being you 
and being comfortable like hey if if no one likes you then you're that's okay too like you can go off and do your own thing no problem and, and it's not that he's having that <coughs> problem but i'm trying to explain to him over and over again like look man you know you it's great to have friends. You don't need everyone to like you. You don't, you know, you, you only need a couple close friends. And, and, uh, and even if you didn't have that, um, if you're able to figure out how to be comfortable with yourself and move on, you know, follow your own path and move on your own, um, and let people know that you, you know, you're not, you're, you're not afraid of them and you're not going to be messed with then you'll have a much easier time navigating all this stuff. But the, easier said than done. Yeah, I was going to say the, the unfortunate thing is that <laughs> that world to them is such a big deal. Yeah, I know. And all you're I telling know. them, you know, it, it, it's the effects are, are difficult to gauge how much. Because they'll just be like, yeah, great story, Dad. Like, I know, because like, yeah, yeah. to them, it's like just, it's fucking <laughs> enormous. There. Yeah, they're like, yeah, uh, I'm going to build all this confidence and I'm yeah. going to be, you know. Well, let's just create a, a new fatherhood product. <laughs> it's the Iron Man suit for children, right. and uh, it, it deflects all this negative stuff. Yeah. And nobody could hurt them, and it's bulletproof in cases of a school shooting or anything like that. Yeah. Available uh, on fatherhoodspod.com. There's the Iron Man store. and Iron Woman. We'll create both. <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot of thinking on this episode. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> brain my brain's tired yeah i'm gonna that. have to start reverse engineering myself now before my son comes <laughs> yeah because that's gonna be tough well boys <laughs> it's it's been a real pleasure but i gotta run all right all right let's do it <laughs> peace, peace. peace. <laughs> later fellas <laughs>